What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 217 of your favorite podcast, The Gordon Podcast. I'm your show, some Haley, alongside my co-host, Brandon Long, and packed by very popular demand, we have What Grinds Our Gears Part 2. This one's going to be fun. As always, Grown Eye Podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout to support your boy. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. If you love us, share us with your friends. I'll see you inside. How was your weekend? How was my weekend? Yeah. It's pretty solid. Um, didn't do anything out of the ordinary. Just, uh, you know... Head banging, rail breaking. Oh my God, you breaking <laughs> rails. <laughs> Who broke the rail? Me and Shannon. Me and girl me and your you. fucking girlfriend. As soon yeah, as Brandon see you on both sides. As soon as Brandon left the rail and Shannon got on, it broke. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Do you remember? To, to be fair, there wasn't enough room for me to be on the rail. Like at all, there wasn't. period. <laughs> there was <laughs> There was no. Even when I was on the rail, I was not even fully on the rail. I know. I know. I, I, there was like a one arm type thing going on. There wasn't much. So so um, there was a there was a time minutes before that happened that you and I were on it just going ballistic and that one little security yeah. guard in front of us he came up and he's like hey you gotta stop he kicked me yeah. off the he kicked us off the rail mm -hmm. and then it didn't last very long because no. we were right back on it just going ballistic and he I just mean, gave our, up there's a few things I was confused about uh, first of all how do you have such puny rails for the god of EDM like the heaviest fucking dj on the planet and you brought these puny ass lego looking Ex Ex rails Ex brought those rails those were his rails he brought yeah well they, they yeah. didn't cut it pal they they, 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 they did, did not, not cut, cut it. it the other side broke they, theirs too they 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 did well for you know with company and yeah. you know the guy before Effin. yeah oh yeah and then no prayers. No prayers. So for those of you who don't really know. But hold on. Time yeah, out. Yeah. Time out. Before we, before we move forward. That puny guy, the, the security guard, he let me have my shirt off the whole time. Yeah. And continuously told Justin to put his on. Yeah. So that that's so, what I was doing this weekend. That, that I was partying with my shirt off. Their, their policy, because I was like, he has his fucking shirt off. And he's like, only, <laughs> only, he's like, only if you're in the front. And I was like, so if I'm right there, I have, I can have my shirt off. And he's like, yeah, you just can't in the front. I was like, what? Why? And he's like, content. And I was like, you don't think people want to see a 270 pound monster with this with this shirt off? People might want to <laughs> fucking see it. They might. But Brandon's allowed to have his shirt off. Hey, this was um, this was this 270 pound monster. As well. Yeah. Be, <laughs> all right, Nick Walker. <laughs> so for those of you that like, don't know exactly what we're referencing at EDM shows, which obviously we are uh, very deep into, um, there's you headbang. There's a thing called headbanging. How do you even describe headbanging to people that have never been to a rave? It doesn't make sense to people who've never been to it. They probably think it's weird. She's like... Um. The most uncomfortable thing you could probably do to your neck. <laughs> but but Let's the most satisfying thing Over at the same it. time. <laughs> it's the only thing you can do. You, you feel so, so much energy and yeah. you're so excited. Yeah. The, the only way to express this excitement yeah. is to 
headbang. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah. You, that's yeah. all you can do. And me and Brandon go, but we have so much energy at Ray's. We just go absolutely bliss. Because mm-hmm. I feel like our, our day-to-day lives, like we have to pin up so much energy. And like we exude quite a bit. But we have to pin up so much and just like buckle down and get things done. And we have Mm. to like share energy with other people and we have to, you know, absorb theirs and, you know, provide to them, you know, what we have to give. And then it's like, man, you know, you get to a rave and it's just like, even when you're there with your people, it's kind of you, it's like you, you know, expressing yourself and like being able to really let loose and being able to, um, you know, just tap into allowing that, that pent up energy to just unleash. Yeah, I can't imagine if, if we didn't train every day or, you know, four or five times a week, like, what would I do with all that energy? I know. I what know. would I do with all that extra passion inside of me? What do people do who don't like that? That ass, that ass. What do people do who don't work out during the day? What do they replace that with? Well, I mean, some people, I guess, replace with food, with consuming yeah. food, alcohol. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just other yep, they drink or they just, they just go ballistic on the weekend at raves and that then they die true. dead all week. That is true. By the time that they get, by the time they get to Friday, they're ready to go again. That is true. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of people who just wait for that weekend to just fucking absolutely unleash. Man, remember mm-hmm. our, our, our Sunday night? We had a fucking fun Sunday night. We had a real that fun was Sunday fun. night. Yeah. I didn't even, I forgot that we were rolling that into July 4th. I know, me that too. That was July 4th. Me I too. Forgot. And then we had a full ass work day on Monday too. I was like, oh shit, this is, this mm-hmm. is tough. This is tough. Yeah. I was like, oh, we have the day off? No, we don't. No, <laughs> we sure don't. Everyone else does. Mm-hmm. That means our workload is immense. But yeah, yeah it I was, felt like a lot of people took the day off though. They did. They did. It was a fun ass mm-hmm. weekend. Fun times in Tampa. Tampa's a absolutely, dope spot. Absolutely. It's, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think the gym scene's absolutely miserable out there, but you know, hopefully we'll be uh, fixing that here somewhat soon. Um, wink, wink. We'll, we'll take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, good ass <laughs> fucking weekend. Um, back to reality now. Good things are happening. You know, I I had a conversation with two friends last night. You know, who uh, who uh, I was out with. I had a conversation with two friends last night. And man, I haven't been able to talk to you about how, how that went. Let me tell you, Brandon, I, there was so much fucking ownership that was taken last night by, by these two people. And man, it made me really fucking proud, but you know what? It made me feel like that's like our impact. Like, like Mm -hmm. that's definitely, that's a lot of that is happening because of you and I and like what we do and like the path that we put down a ridiculous amount of ownership. And, you know, it's when you start seeing it happening in your friend group and when you start seeing affecting people that you love and that, you know, you give so much care and energy into, it's like, man, that's fucking powerful, dude. But I meant to to tell you about that earlier. It was absolutely phenomenal with a great outcome. And, you know, it's like we just had a conversation on podcasts. Was that last week or two weeks ago? We just had a a conversation about extreme ownership. And I can see that in both these men, you know, the ownership is allowing them to open new pathways. It's allowing them to move forward, you know, within their lives and their professional careers and what they have going on. And 
all of that stuff rather than, you know, when you lack that ownership, you're kind of setting yourself back. You're putting yourself into the corner. You're pinning yourself between a rock and a hard place, just forcing yourself to like have to work, scratch, claw so much harder to get positive momentum going. So it was really fucking cool. But man, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of that that can be pointed back to what you and I have done, uh, you know, to go hard as fuck for our friends. So I'm definitely proud of us for that. Yep. That was absolutely, that was fucking cool, man. Yeah, that, that, that ownership, um, you know, it's huge because uh, oftentimes when you don't have ownership, it's replaced with excuses. Yeah. And excuses are only going to set you back even further. So talk about – so, Might as well just own, a, own it, run it. Talk about grinds my gears. Fucking – when someone gives me an excuse, I get so fucking pissed off. Oh, my God. I get so fucking pissed off. Like Especially when the excuse is just so poor. Like, you, if you're going to make an excuse, dude, like – you could have thought a little bit harder, but that, that is, there's some weak excuses out there for sure. I know like the, the like time management type excuses. Like, you know, the only excuse that's super applicable is like financial situational excuses. But then my next question, mm -hmm. you know, beyond that, it's like, okay, what are you doing to fix this situation? Right. Like, right. so you, you don't have like, now it's not that you need to be a fucking billionaire, but like, I right. think we're all in control of us getting ourselves to a point of financial freedom where it's not this massive overarching. Um, okay, okay. I have an example. I have an example. Um, I was on the plane flying back from Tampa lat the previous time I was out um, whenever that was. And I was flying back and like the flight got pushed back hard and mm. it wasn't a super positive situation. There were, you know, some people that were, you know, mumbling and jumbling and stuff like i took a whole ass nap and i woke up and i was like oh man we haven't we're not moving <laughs> it Ooh. was it was not good <laughs> so you know i'm like I, I, I i'm in an exit row and you have to have your um thing down and that's how i fly cheaply yep. now you know i was flying all first class well now i just buy a fucking exit row because american upcharges like 60 bucks on those exit rows and brandon no one's ever fucking next to me because no one puts that money in and i have an extra like eight inches of leg room or nine inches of leg room in the exit row no one's that oh dude it's better than first class you're vibing dude, dude i am vibing and so <laughs> i take my headphones out i'm like oh no and, you know, I hear some people mentioning, bitching and moaning. This woman right behind me, she is a Karen. She is being a Karen. Oh, no. She's, like, in her mid-40s and stuff. But dude, that stuff her, makes me uncomfortable. Dude, so uncomfortable. When people complain like that, I'm just what? like, ooh. So then. Where are your manners? There's a real young family on the other side of her in the aisle with a, with a, with a young child, maybe, I don't fucking know, dude, three or four. And like, but they're a young family. It's the mom, it's the, it's the dad, it's the child. And like, you know, they're calm, cool, collected, like whatever. They're going down the aisle seeing who has connecting flights and making sure they understand like you're probably going to miss these. And those people handled it so well. And like, you never know someone's financial situation, right? But like a young family, you probably assume, fuck, you know what? They, I, I, I bet, I bet they're watching their, their bank accounts closely, right? They can use their money elsewhere for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, there's this woman behind me who's in her mid forties going bonkers bonkers over the financial strain this is going to put on her so I'm, I'm you know i get curious i get so curious so she's flying to, to dc uh by way of wherever a connecting flight is and um we, we were flying like tampa to dc i think that's what it was Yep, we were flying Tampa to D they they were going Tampa to DC. I was obviously just going to Tampa. And uh so I look up what this what this like 
cost of flight is like for for tomorrow um, because she's told if you miss your flight you're getting a hotel voucher we're going to put you up in the Hilton right next to the um, airport that's why it's there right so I look up for what this cost for tomorrow is and it's like 303 I'm like okay you know 303 bucks the single family next to you is not stressing is not you know being an asshole is not anything your women are mid 40s you've had that much time to figure out how to it, not even just have financial freedom, how to just simply put yourself in position to make sure you can cover these expenses that are, um, that just pop up in life, right? Because right. because right. if you choose to fly and not drive, you are putting the responsibility of your timeliness in someone else's hands. If you drive, it's all in your hands and you control that right. outcome. Right. So when you're, when you're flying, when you're going to like be putting your situational responsibilities in someone else's hands, this is something that could happen. And she's going ballistic. And her friend's in the back of the plane trying to like get her to calm the fuck down because it's really embarrassing what's happening. Dude, it was bad. Oh, I felt so fucking that's, that's weird. That's so uncomfortable, I dude. Know. That's so uncomfortable. You know, I, first I, of all, I was, it's not the flight attendant's fault. No. Like, I, I hate that. When, yeah. Whenever there's a, a delay um, or... or, or cancel whatever it is and people are at the front desk yeah before you even get on the plane or we're on the plane wherever it is like the flight attendant isn't the one that created the bad weather no. or made the rules where you can't fly when there's lightning yeah or you know there was no there's something mechanical failure within the plane. so like, that's so not so here's where i get fucked up is the pilot comes over the intercom hey on the last leg of the previous flight, there's something, um, it was like a mechanical issue that happened in one of their engines and stuff like that. And he's like, we're going to get it fixed and we're going to be able to take off. And this woman's going ballistic. Like, bitch, you want us to take off with a mechanical issue in the engine, you <laughs> dumbass? For you to save 300 bucks? You want to risk it? Like, Your I, life I, is worth 300 bucks? Yeah, not mine, homie. I'm staying here. I'm catching the next. I'm driving. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, he said there's a mechanic. There's an issue in the engine. Oh, man. This yeah. isn't a casual thing. And she was, dude. So I was, you know, I was texting Destiny about, like, dude, I'm, like, not going to. I'm not gonna um, like be there on time and like all that stuff. Like I'm gonna be a little bit late, like whatever. Right. Um, right. And so I'm cool. Everything's cool. Everyone's cool. And she's carrying on. And Brandon, listen, this was a, this was this, I pulled out my phone. I was like, I got to record this. And I started, I started just like playing my phone on record. And I was like, you know what? I fucking hate when people do this. So I shut it off. I fucking deleted it. And man, I wanted to have that shit so bad. But I was like, it's, it's a little fucked up when people start recording yeah. situations uh, and stuff. So I fucking right. deleted it, got rid of it, whatever. Mm. But man, it's just like little things like that. I'm like, hey, look. You don't need to be a millionaire. You don't need to be a billionaire. But if you are going to put your timeliness responsibility or situational responsibilities in someone else's hands and something goes awry within that arrangement, that is on you. It's not on them. And personally, I mean, how many people does a plane hold 200, 300? Man, I'm real cool just waiting down here on the ground with a busted engine rather than being up in the air, 300 people on plane, nose diving down. Like, dude, not yet. 
fuck that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? They, they didn't teach me in high school how to fucking survive that. No. I, I, don't, I, don't, no. I don't have the ability like, to we're just, just pop up. We're just one, going down like I'm cool on that. I'm cool on it. But like that fucking yeah. grinds my gears. Be prepared, yep. but have ownership over this is what I chose and this is something I want. But before you share your first, it grinds my gears. I have to get one off my chest. Gym owners. Creepy middle-aged male gym owners. Yep. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. So if you're not someone who's like super into the bodybuilding fitness industry, right? Like you're not a bodybuilder yourself. You're not like a coach. You're not someone super fucking deep into it. And you don't have this, this, this motivation to build like the best fucking gym ever. You just have motivation to build a gym that brings people in. You know that the overhead at a gym is horrible. You're not like getting rich off of a gym. It's not like if you have extra cash, go buy a fucking house, wait for it to appreciate. And you're going to buy, you're going to get significantly more money than what you're going to get at a gym. Right. Yeah, Period. That's absolutely. just what's going to happen. So yep. why do you own a gym? Do you own a gym just to fucking be creepy on females? Because, man, I'm seeing a ridiculous amount of it. And I've had clients recently the last couple year, uh, the last couple weeks talk to me about, yeah, like this happened at the gym. It's like making me feel a little bit uncomfortable. So, like, I don't really like, I don't feel safe, like, recording there and stuff like that. There was an issue that happened at a gym in Tampa. Um, you know, there's been a lot of issues that happened at a gym here in Austin. Why the fuck, just because you own a gym... You're a middle-aged dude, you own a gym, yeah, you have some money in your life. It's weird, right? Own it for the right fucking mm. reasons because you fucking perverts are making women feel so goddamn. If you're a gym owner, you should not touch a single one of your female clients the way that you don't touch your male clients. So if you don't give your male clients a hug every single day you see them, you don't give your female clients a hug every single day that you see them. Like, it's little shit like that that's very fucking creepy. Yeah, and that shit spreads too, you know, like especially with social media, man. Oh, yeah, that's dude. a quick way to end your business, man. If you want it to be successful, ugh, probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't make people feel uncomfortable. Don't not in the gym. No not way. in the gym. Don't be fucking creepy in the gym. That's why I love factory. Because dude, Brian, we we had one guy in there who's being real creepy. He was telling people he knew me from Ohio and stuff. Dude, he was he has this story that he wrote in the car with me. I didn't get to tell you about any of this. Bro, this guy is fucked in the head mentally. He's up at fucking... He's, <laughs> he, yeah, dude. Dude, so he comes down from Maryland, right? And he walks into the gym one day, and he, like, daps me up and all this stuff and, like, acts like he knows me, like, talking about things, stuff like that. And I'm like, who in the fuck is this guy? So I got to ask the girl at the front. I'm like, hey, what's that guy's name? Like, he's acting like he knows me. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, he came in yesterday saying that, like, he was your boy and you sent him here. And, like, you guys go back to college when you ran track and, like, stuff like that. And I was like, what? I never have seen that guy before in my life. What? No. <laughs> so I'm just like, this is real creepy. And, like, he's just, like, staring at all my girls when they're in the gym working out. And it's real fucking weird. He, he, dude, he's so weird. So a couple days go by and he made an inappropriate comment to one of my girls and it got back to me and Brian came and he's like, Hey, I talked to him about it. He's like, don't, don't say anything. Don't do anything. I'm not yet. Just like, let me handle this. Okay. All right, cool. Fair. I go to a show and while I'm away to show, I get word that uh, he said something else to another one of my girls. I text Brian. 
Brian's like, I got it. I got it taken care of. I'm at JNATS. I'm at Junior Nationals. And someone called me. I can't fucking remember who it was. Someone called me and was like, hey, is this story true? Yes or no? And he's like telling a story how he rode in the car with me somewhere. And like we had this like fast food restaurant venture. So I was like, that never happened. That's not real. Like he's making what? it up. And then the next thing I hear is, you know, he got like booted from the gym. And like, that's how Brian handles business. He creeps my girls out. He was like trying to act like he knew me, which was very weird. I think he was trying to act like he knew me, try to get like to my girls. And it, it was just, it was so creepy. He got rid of them right away. Like, I, I love being at factory. Yeah. Yeah. I love being at factory because Brian fucking protects my people and it feels real. I've never been at a gym that had that before. Like it feels really really fucking good to be there. So shout out to you, Brian, shout out to factory gym. That's why it's going to be the best in America. America, (laughs) And let me hear what grinds your gears. Let me hear what it is. All right. So let me just scroll on the list and just pick one. Cause I have a, all right, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have the easiest time making this list at first, but then. But this was your idea. I got it rolling. This was your fucking podcast idea. It was my. It, w- it was my idea, but um, for some reason, I just been in such a great flow that I just haven't had the energy or time to kind of be grinded. So <laughs> I, I know. Really, I feel I that. Had really think, <laughs> I guess I had to think about it a little bit, a little bit longer. But I, I got some shit now. Let me hear it. All right, number one. Little dogs barking. Oh my I, god! I can't stand. I can't stand. And I, and I don't think it's just the dogs barking. I think it's the owners yeah. that think it's they're so cute and like <laughs> it's just a little dog and it's just. First of all, it sounds terrible. Second of all, you're scaring my dog who will yes. eat your dog <laughs> to suffer. Not only to defend me, but to defend him. Your dog is this close to dying, but you think it's so cute. And (laughs) you got this little tiny leash and it's just running circles. There's no direction. There's no like actual training that's taking place. Am I wrong? Or do I feel like little dogs don't get trained? No, I don't think think their brains are big enough to be able to be trained. Yes, they are. Look, look at the little dogs that are on TV doing shows, dude. They they can. Oh, uh, that's a good point. That's they a good point. Yeah. So wait, what's, yeah, so what's everyone's map. fucking? What's everyone's fucking shit can, with not having their dogs trained? It, we can train a mouse. We watched that video the other day. Yeah. We can train a mouse to do something. We can train a dog. Yeah, so, that's true. That's I don't know why it's it's cute. I don't know why it's a thing that little dogs don't get trained. Yeah. That barking is. Uh, you know, not cute yeah. or not something that we condone, yeah. but it grinds my gears. I think so. I saw a meme on July 4th and it was a picture of like a little like shit zoo. And, and before I continue, I did have a shit zoo growing up and I absolutely loved that guy. And he wasn't fucking barking like crazy either. He was, he was, I'm not he saying they're great. bad dogs. I'm just saying but, they never get trained. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. So there was this one and it was like, uh, it said something, I'm going to butcher this so bad, but it was something along the lines of, oh, like all of a sudden now you don't like loud, annoying things because like, and it was a picture of fireworks with a little fucking dog. <laughs> and it's uh, like, dude, I feel that hard. Like all of a sudden you don't like yep. the loud, annoying things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw someone, um, posted like, make sure you keep your dogs inside. Like they're not going to like, you know, the fireworks or whatnot. And the person that posted it, I know yeah. has a little chihuahua. Uh, and I'm no. like, your dog is a constant firework. Yeah. Like, it is. 
a consistent <laughs> firework. And, and, and on every day of the year, no matter what time, it is a firework. Every time I see a chihuahua, I think about Taco Bell. Every single time. Do you remember the chihuahua that Taco Why? Bell used to have? <sighs> Damn, I'm that old. I'm showing my age that hard. Hey, I had something else today, too. So, first, Taco Bell's commercials used to have a chihuahua that was in it. And in all of their commercials, there was a chihuahua yeah. that was that was in the Taco Bell commercial. I was young when that happened. Like by high school, that that dog was definitely gone. <laughs> but I definitely still think of Taco Bell. If you think of Taco Bell when you see chihuahuas, will you please let me know that I'm not the only fucking one that's this goddamn old? But earlier today, me and Cecily had our, our uh, biweekly meeting. We were um, grabbing coffee and stuff. And we're coming out with this new training only plan that I think is going to be really cool. And my coaches are going to implement Some of my staff's going to implement super. It's a really cool offering. And Cecily's going to kill it. Um, and so, you know, there's like a set amount of videos that the athlete's going to send to the coach per month. If the athlete doesn't send the coach that many videos per month, I was like, this isn't going to be like cell phone minutes. It's not going to roll over into the next month. You start with a clean slate, right? Like, you get 30 videos a month, you send 30. If you send 25, you don't get 35 next month, you still get 30. And I said cell phone minutes rolling over and Cecily looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, I am that old. I remember when cell phone minutes used oh, no, to fucking roll over. Holy yep, shit. Yep. That mm -hmm. made me feel old. That doesn't exist that. anymore. That's not a thing. I remember, actually, I uh, this came up ooh, last week sometime. Um, T nine texting. Oh my up. God. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Where you just like tap the number and yeah. it would like auto like regulate your, the yeah. words based off of like what they think it was going to be. Yeah. That came up. I remember being I like, in, oh. in middle school with my first, with my first phone that I was only allowed to take when like I was away at functions and stuff. Only time I was allowed to have mm -hmm. this phone. I remember texting my mom or my dad from this phone. Let them know I'm okay. Just fucking T9 and dude, Jesus Christ, I'm old as shit. You know what fucking grinds my goddamn <laughs> gears? What grinds my goddamn Dude. gears is when I'm watching a TV show and I'm real locked in, right? And it goes to commercials and the commercials are twice as loud as the fucking show was. And now, <laughs> like, I can't hear a goddamn thing. Like, my hearing is fucking terrible. My eyesight's going out. I'm fucking old as shit, right? So I, and my eardrums are blasted because my TV's always turned up to fucking 70 just so I can hear a little bit. <laughs> and, like, I got the podcast settings set all the fucking way up just so I can hear Brandon. If it's loud to me, <laughs> I cannot imagine. I feel like my neighbors go nuts. But the other night, what made me think about this? The other night, Athena got terrified. So she was like having a dream. I was watching her have a fucking dream on the carpet, right? Like her paws are moving and like her eyes are oh, fucking yeah, moving. Shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And this happened. I was watching something, probably fucking ESPN. And it went to commercial and she jumped and just looked at me so fucking scared. And I was like, God damn it, dude. And I get up and sprint to the counter to get the remote and like turn it down. It was like fucking World War Three happened in my living room. <laughs> it's weird because like when your dog gets scared like that, you get pissed off. I know. You're like, what the fuck? I know. I was mad like, at you know, ESPN. Like, you just, you just woke up my dog. Yeah. She was dreaming. <laughs> I, actually, I actually experienced just um, the other day when I was, uh, I was watching uh, Stranger Things. And hey, is that pretty good? For some reason, it was. Oh yeah, it's good, dude. Honestly, I can't lie. the uh, The finale was really disappointing. Um, those that watch have watched Stranger Things and you know have watched it all the way through. 
please let me know your thoughts because I'm very interested to hear what you guys you know think. The last episode was two and a half hours. What? No. That, First what? That's so First long. All, number one, two and a half hours for the finale episode. You could have made three episodes out of that. Yeah. And for it just it felt two and a half hours long, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like it was just it was the longest um un action filled two and a half hours that I've ever watched within that show. Okay. With it the first the first four seasons, I mean dude, pack, pack, yeah. pack. And I just felt like it was such a stalemate. Yep. That what was happening in the last anyway, getting my point. For some reason, the action scenes were so loud that I had to have the remote yeah. in hand for two and a half hours dude, to turn it down. I know exactly what up, you mean. Down, back up. Yep. And I was like, dude, that's almost worse than the commercials because at least within the commercials, I know which, when that's going to happen. Yeah. Like when it happens, I can turn it out for X amount of period of time, two yeah. and a half minutes, whatever it may be. Within the, within the show, I'm like, I have no idea. Something's yeah. going to happen at any point. So I yeah. actually had to have this thing in hand. So, dude, yeah, that shit sucks. That's I don't know way why more annoying than a commercial. Like, like that's the fuck up on their end. Yeah, that's a production thing. I like, agree. This is one of the most popular shows on the planet. Yeah. Like, how is this happening? Yeah. How is there no flow to the to the to the noise? Yeah. To the sound level. I've never watched that show before, but I know it's number one on Netflix right now, and I know a lot of people post about it on Instagram. I see a lot of memes, so I might, I might, I might have to hop in. Might have to hop it's in. It's very, very good. What grind your ears? Very, very good. Number two. When people don't answer my phone call, like I, I know, I know you're not doing anything. Like, why are you not picking up my call? Hang on, hang on. What about when you're you actively are... texting someone and then you call them and they don't answer? And they're replying. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't answer? Like, you're texting me back right now. Like, I know you're not busy. I know you're on Instagram. I see you liking or posting or whatever it may be. You're interacting. You're on your phone. How are you not answering my phone call? I know. I just want to. I just want to talk for a second. First of all, just figure that out. If you don't want to talk, say I don't want to talk. Answer first and tell me that you don't want to talk. Though, and then hang up. That's okay. That's it. That's it. I would much rather you say, "Hey, I really don't want to talk right now." But okay, have a good day. Listen, just like that. Listen. For two years that Danielle and I have been friends, not once, I'm not kidding, not one time have I called her and she answered the first time I called. I'm not kidding. It's an ongoing joke what? that we have now that every time I call her, I my blood pressure rises because I get so fucking pissed <laughs> off. And then, of course, it goes to fucking voicemail. And she calls back 30 <laughs> seconds later and she has this excuse like, well, you know, it pops up after the phone's ringing. Dude, you need to fix it. <laughs> It's been two years. <laughs> so now I just I have too that, much dude. pride. <laughs> answer my call. It's like, important. Or I would have texted you. We, hey, we, 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 we always answer each other's calls. It's very rare that we miss one. When I'm, face, when I'm FaceTiming, yeah. I'm FaceTiming somebody and it's yeah. got the little. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like making a face and it's just ongoing. It's ongoing. And I'm like, they're not going to fucking answer. Like, I'm trying to make them laugh. And then I'm like, you just fucking ruined it. Like, I don't even want you to call me back. Anymore. Like, you answered on the sixth ring. What were you doing the last six fucking rings? What were you Please doing? Enlighten me. You weren't doing the dishes. I know you no. were. I promise you that. That's the thing is like when I, the people that I call, I know. And I know what they're doing a majority of the day. Yeah. I know their their schedule. I know the time. I know the length. I know everything about it. So I'm like, what could you? Po what possibly popped into your life yeah. 
that you couldn't you couldn't say, give me one second, I gotta answer this. Yeah. It's probably the coolest person on the fucking planet. I mean, <laughs> I know your face, Simon, and it's like shit, seven <laughs> rings, eight rings. I'm like, wonder if my call shit's not going oh, through. I'm going after four, dude. <laughs> oh damn, you're done after four? All right, new rule, new rule. I'm done after if it gets the four no, rings. Five. I say five. All right, five, five. rings. Five five ring rule. You got five five, five five ring rule. I, all right, I'm implementing it. Five yep. ring rule. All of you guys implement five ring rule because you know it's very humiliating when you're FaceTime with someone and then the unavailable pops up. It's like Brandon Long oh. unavailable. And I'm like, bitch, no, you're fucking not doing anything <laughs> right now. You're available as fuck. You're just getting high with Thor and watching the fucking people you know play on the you river. Know what's funny? If I was really unavailable, I would definitely put like the the silence mode on. Yeah. I would like I would call or turn it off or whatever it may be. Like yeah. I would I would actually be unavailable. Yeah. There is no point in my day no. that I, I am unavailable. No. Zero point. Like I might miss the call because I might be training or yeah. I might be like fuck it. My phone might be in my room or wherever it may be. Yeah. But I'm not unavailable. If I'm not if I'm not napping and I'm not having sex, I'm extremely available to have a conversation. So. Dude, even then I'm fucking I'm answering. I'm just like, hey, give me a sec. Hey, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> how many times have I called hey. you? When, how many times have I called you when you've been fucking? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, at, at least uh, it's over ten. Over Holy ten for shit. sure. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, over ten for sure. Over ten for sure. All Easily. right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Fucking grinds my gears. We'll grind your gears. When I post an exercise on Instagram and I put this whole ass caption with it, this whole ass caption, <laughs> Factory Gym shares it. All my staff shares it. My clients are sharing it. And then I'm in the gym watching someone do it wrong. I'm like, you, oh. you totally saw this post and you're currently doing that exact exercise. You're telling me that it didn't Damn. ring in your mind that, hey, maybe I should fucking form check this with the guy who just posted this, who's, you know, mm. potentially uh, one of the smarter people in the gym in terms of biomechanics. Maybe, maybe I should read this post before I fucking partake in. I'm like, what do I even put the content out there for? What the fuck is it even out there for? <laughs> I know you follow me. I know you follow Factory. I know you follow my that's, staff. I was, that's what I was going to say. Was, there's a good chance that 90% of the people that train there know who you are. Yeah. If not, know you are. Follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And they, they saw that They post. saw they the post. So what am I posting so, so, for? So just let them just say, hey, have you seen this? I just posted this yesterday. <laughs> no, no shade. No shade. No shade intended. No shade. Oh, you follow me on Instagram, bro? <laughs> but, like, but like the amount of people who have told me at Factory or like DM me from Factory, they're like, yo, when, I like training when you're there because when we're there, it's by far the busiest time of the day. Like I like training when For you're sure. there because like it holds me to this standard of like what, how I need to be executing and stuff like that. Dude, I appreciate that. Right. But it's right. like, how did this person fall through the cracks? I'm just trying to help you. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> but like, like I'm posting dumb. I just posted that video on dumbbell chest, uh, chest presses, right? Like fixing them. Right. When I go mm -hmm. into the gym tomorrow, someone's going to be doing them in a position that's just wrecking their fucking shoulder joint. And I'm just going to fucking watch it happen. I'm just going to be like, mm -hmm. God damn it. Fucking why? Why is this happening? Man. That grinds or, or when I post it and then an athlete sends me a training video 
showing all of the things that I that were wrong that I corrected. Oh man, that angers me. I get a little angry. That's a little bit better. That's a little bit better though because you're in a spot where you can correct it. The, the shitty exactly. part about being at the gym and seeing it, it's like, who am I to go up here and tell somebody? I would never. Do not, that. not not necessarily like who. Like I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. Imp- that I know more, even though exactly. I do, I don't want you to, you to feel a certain way about coming in here and training. I'm not trying again, to embarrass anybody. You know, exactly. You know, the gym is a safe place for people yep. to come and train, yep. you know, release anger, you know, their passion, whatever they want to do, whatever it is to them. Yeah. Right. So it's like that position is just so hard to be in. I think, I think we talked about this on the last grinds your gears, like poor training. I, I, about I, poor training. I think what frustrates me though, Brandon is like, I make myself very available to everyone. So anyone in that gym at any time can stop me and ask me a question or ask me to watch and I'm going to help. And I just, I, I can't turn it off. That's just how I, it's just how I am. It's what I do. Right. So it's like, man, mm-hmm. any of you can ask me at any point, Hey, will you watch this? And like, you have any pointers for this? And I'm going to help you out. Like if you're a factory gym, I'm going to fucking help you out. If you see me in the gym in Tampa, right. I'm going to help you out. But like, mm-hmm. Uh, it frustrates me as I take advantage of it. You know, like I don't want to have a line yeah, of people yeah. pull me for my session, but like here and there, like, dude, it's awesome. And man, it's, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. In the, especially in the home, home turf, man. Exactly. In the home turf. Yeah. That's a little bit different story. All right. What grinds your gears? All right. This doesn't piss me off as much as it's just uncomfortable. Um, experience this. Uh, I know a lot of people around me have experienced this. Uh, coming down from MDMA or rolling <laughs> yeah. you know, at a show, yeah. that shit is hard. hard. That is really hard I agree. to do. It's difficult. And it's so uncomfortable and you get so cold and you start shaking and you know, try <laughs> to smoke some weed and you make yourself feel a little bit better, but you don't feel any better. But you're telling yourself you feel you're, you're getting there, you're feeling good, you're trying to keep the positive vibes, but you just feel like shit. Yeah. You just feel everything leaving and exiting your body and you're just serotonin's gone. Your, yeah. Your heart's starting to feel sad. Yeah, dude, it <laughs> it's, is. A tough, it is. it's a really tough place to be. Yeah, it really is. And you feel nasty from the show. Yep. You're sweaty. You stink. Best thing to do. Shower, brush your teeth. That's by far the best thing you can do. But dude, it is really, really uncomfortable. So, and you know what again, I this do? Piss me off. I get so fucking high. Like I just smoke a lot of weed during the actual show that like when, when this is, when the come down is going to start happening. Well, I think number one, hydration is a massive part. And I think we all do a great job of hydration. I really do. Mm -hmm. I just get so wildly high that it's like, man, you can hardly feel the come down because you're just so fucking high. And all, all you want to do at that point when you're that high is you just want to go home, go to bed. And because during the come down, so something that you and I used to be real bad at is we wanted to fight the come down and we wanted to like reverse it. And man, when you start fighting it, it is so you, you put yourself in a bad position. Like it's way harder, right? Like when the night's over, something that I've gotten really good at is accepting that it's over. And like, yeah, that's a big thing is understanding that like you're ready to go home and you need to lie down and, Saying that you, the fun is over is the hardest part. Yeah. Is saying the fun is over. And but we you have don't so want much to fun feel like the have. fun is over. I feel like I do. So yeah. that's why I'm like, I just am fighting this. And yeah. it's really, really tough to do. And you get really, I think the, the what really makes me uncomfortable is how cold I get. Yeah. Like I'm, cause I'm hot the whole entire night. And yeah. then it just shifts all of a sudden where I'm just like, 
freezing cold. Dude. And I'm like, I don't want to wear clothes right now. Yeah. If you look at the videos of us from Excision, we are so wetty and so soaked. much. Soaked. Yeah, dude. Soaking wet. Yeah, we are dripping wet. Like, dude, like it's. Actually, I wrote that down too. I, just yeah. to go into another one. That sweating. is one. That, that grinds my gears. So <laughs> yeah, what, what don't you like about sweating? The regions in which I sweat. <laughs> Your tank. I think it'd be okay if it was just like coming off of like my my hair or like, but like my armpits, my taint, my fucking feet, like my back, dude, that pisses me off when I get it sweaty back. Cause I can't, first of all, I can't reach my yep. back to wipe it. Yep. So I'm like, I can just feel it running down to my butt crack. Yep. And I'm just like, yep. I yep. am so uncomfortable. Yep. How am I going to continue? Your, your legs are all rubbing together and yep. you're wet and you create a rash and you're like, this could all be all be prevented if we just sweat in a, a one region only and we got a different way of cooling off our body somehow besides sweating in my butthole. Maybe, maybe. It's like the sweat maybe starts. Maybe I don't have this rash. The sweat starts at like the bottom of your hairline. It just goes all the way down your spine because there's so much muscle built up around it that it just stays in there. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it gets down to like your tailbone region. Again, there's like so much muscle and then it's like it gets under your boxers because the muscle there's like a divot there's a divot under your tailbone yep. that the boxers uh-huh. stick out from and it literally goes straight yep. into your butthole straight into it yep it's terrible it's so miserable <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like sweating at all because if, if, if i'm sweating there's a good especially like if we're in an environment like you know at a show or whatnot or uh, a rave if i'm sweating there's a really really good chance the person next to me sweating. <laughs> yeah. and now i'm sweating and now our sweat's touching now we're touching our skin and we're wet and we're gross and there's a yeah. reason i didn't do wrestling yeah. i hated wrestling because of that fucking factor alone period i didn't want a sweaty specimen on top of me and trying to get on top of me yeah sweating like, yeah. that was the goal that was the goal is to get on top of me into pin me yeah. while he was hot was and moist sweaty. And fucking wet <laughs> Like that was the goal. That was yeah. the goal. You know. Oh my god! So I never did wrestling, so because of that reason, and I, I'm not against like sweat in, in a certain environments. Like sometimes it's it's intimate parts of the every life. time like, I fine. fuck, I'm dripping but, every time. Yeah, exactly. That's that's fine because I know that's going to end in yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, like, it's gone. Yeah. Like, you're, you're oh, hopefully ten. I'm like, tired. Whatever. I'm so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, there's there's a, there's timeouts, but yeah. like in a, in a, a setting like a show, dude, I just it would enhance the my the quality of my my time if I just was not so wet. Uh, do you remember at Lights All Night when they had the fans on the rail? That was amazing. That was yeah, amazing. but getting to the rail was so hard and so yeah. hot. Yeah, it was. it was so hot. They also had fire at the rails too. They did. <laughs> So, so, so the fans blasting on you like and it's blasting these fans are 40 mile an hour fucking winds whipping around and then all yeah. of a sudden there's just fire coming out right in front of you i'm like god damn it what is happening yeah. to me right now the contrast is really hot and just blew you just blew hot air right at I, me i, I feel hate, like a blow dryer and this this only happens in florida and texas so i'm only ever like in florida and texas no it happens in south carolina too <laughs> i hate when it's fucking 110 outside and then I walk into a fucking store and it's like 68 in this fucking store. And like the <laughs> contrast is too intense. So I'm dripping sweat. But now I'm freezing fucking cold with cold sweat yep. dropping off of me. Like, oh, dude, I hate that shit. Like, make the contrast That's less intense. I, I need less contrast, man. It sounds 
It sounds walking into a freezer, whatever. dude. Honestly, you know that's where you get sick too. I you get sick like that. This is what my mom told me. At least I think I still believe it. You know what fucking grinds <laughs> no, my it's gears? It's definitely true for sure. You know what grinds my gears? People whose mm. cars are louder than need to be. Listen, I'm just posted up, <laughs> smoking a fucking blunt, watching Netflix, 9 p.m. at night, dozing off with my dogs. You know where my living room is, where that recliner chair is? If I can hear your stupid ass mm -hmm. motherfucking car drive by my house and I'm all the way in my goddamn recliner with the TV on, you really, really need to assess <laughs> why your car's out. That thing better be going a billion miles an hour. When you hit the fucking pedal on that thing, it better be, it better be a spaceship with as loud as it is. Uh, I, and you want me to come, dude, I'll come race you for your fucking car and my car that makes no fucking noise at all. Why is your car so <laughs> fucking loud? Women hate it. They think it's tacky. Men, it just pisses off. It's like, why are you so fucking annoying? Who likes it? No one ever drove past me in a loud car that wasn't a fucking Lamborghini that I was like, oh man, like they're cool. They're fucking. They so that, I think that's ass. the, I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing is if it's not a, an absolute beautiful specimen of a car. Yeah. Then I am like, dude, what is happening? If it's not a Lamborghini, if it's not a Maserati, if it's not something that is supposed to be, first of all, quick as fuck. Yeah. And a million dollars. Yeah. Like it's it's supposed to have all these features. Yeah. Your Subaru, your Honda Civic, <laughs> your your right scooter does not need to be that fucking no. loud, dude. No. You're you're not going fast, first of all. No. You don't need to be that loud. I promise you're getting torched by the silent Tesla next to you. Torched by the Tesla that makes no fucking noise whatsoever. Exactly. And, and, and with that massive I, I, trucks, just trucks that are so fucking massive, you can't even, what are you compensating for? <laughs> you're, there's no way you can even reach anything to put in the bed of it. <laughs> you can't even use it as a truck. It's so high in the air. It's so high in the air. How are you going to even get anything in to use the truck? Listen, listen, I saw this guy. It has to be a lifted car. I saw this guy in Georgetown who he had his truck up so goddamn high. He had these monster tires on it. He's this little ass dude. Well, not little. He's probably like five, six and so no offense. Brandon's taller than five, six. Yeah, dude's huge. <laughs> that no, guy's fucking up there. He's vertically up there. <laughs> what is he doing, man? That's above average. <laughs> so this guy holds on. He goes up. He has this little handle underneath his, um, uh, the, the side mirror and he holds onto the handle. Mm -hmm. He lifts himself up onto the tire with his left leg. He hits the, the rail that goes, that's like underneath his door with his right leg and then opens up the door, swings it around and gets into the truck. I'm like, so hang on every time motherfucker, you drive this thing. This is what you fucking have to do. What if you sprain an ankle? What if your fucking hip hurts? What if you're fucking, you nope. got a bad lower back pump and you got to get in this mother, you got to climb <laughs> into your car. And again, it's not even, a spaceship if i need to climb into something it better take me to outer space it's a, it's absolutely <laughs> no, absurd like that ground is lava for that guy if he touches the ground he's dead <laughs> he's dead yeah he's he makes it he makes it a mental game every time he's like if i touch the ground i'm dead, I'm dead. so I, he's, he's through the window if he has to I just, he climbs on top of the roof and goes, goes through, through the, the window, window whatever right into the driver's seat i just look at what, what what are you doing up there like what are you seeing up there like man when you're driving around you are seeing everything 
or nothing, bro. I can't see the card down below me. That is true. Like, How do you see about the card? Your, your mirrors are going to be angled straight down. Your side yeah. mirrors have to be angled straight down. Yeah. Or else you will run over a car. I think it's You're so weird. In, in, in this gas economy, we need to fucking make smarter decisions. You guys. Oh, that, that's a big. That's an even bigger. That's a bigger. Ooh, that does grab my gears. Too. Gas prices. Yes. I'm not. Talk, I'm not going to talk about it, but it does. Yeah, because somehow it'll get it political. <laughs> All right, last uh, one. What one grinds your gears? Grinds my gears. Let me hear it. I think, I think it might be my my biggest thing, so that's why I saved it for uh, the last because I, this is kind of like my grand. Do I know? Do do, do 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 I know that this grinds your gears? You you probably heard me talk about okay. it. Talk about it before. Um, it's lack of awareness yeah. in any situation, whether it's <laughs> around you personally or who's around you or what you're saying or physically. Lack of awareness or an understanding the situation yep. really fires me up Ooh. because. There's a lot of things that we can prevent if we just know what's happening around us. Yeah. Whether you're in a car, you're at a show, yeah. you're walking, you're at a grocery store, you know, the demographic around you, like those type of things, situational awareness is so important and can you can avoid so many mistakes, quote unquote, yeah. in so many situations if you just simply just knew what was happening around you. Yes. Simple, simple things. I, I don't understand how people don't understand every single little tiny minute detail going on around them at any given time. How, how am I walking past right. you in the grocery store and there's no one coming either way? It's only you and I, and all of a sudden you're in my fucking way. How on God's green goddamn planet did that fucking yep. happen? Yep. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like something like you know, you're driving and there's no, no there's one nobody behind you. There's nobody in front of you. But you, so for some reason, some this guy pulls out in front of you. Yep. How? I'm why? Like, Dude. Why? You're, I'm not saying you're a bad driver. I'm not saying you're a bad driver. I'm just saying your awareness is very, very poor. I had to slow like, down 25 no miles an hour. And now I have to speed back up with yeah. you. Okay, so, so, so here's one. So here's one. You know what grabs my ears is anytime a normal flow is thrown off by somebody. When a flow yeah, exactly. is thrown off by someone, which is the exact same thing as situational awareness, because that's what it does. If mm -hmm. how how was everything in a good ass flow? How were there six cars in traffic all going fourteen miles an hour, and you got the fuck over, and you're going six, and now we all have to slam on our brakes. We all have a cluster fucking. You're trying to pass a semi truck going six miles an hour over. You're, we're not getting uh -huh. anywhere. Yep, I don't 100%, understand. 100%. A hundred percent. If you just knew what was going on around you, I promise you the flow of your life would be yeah. so much better. Pay fucking attention. If you're somebody attention. that, if you're somebody that, yeah, exactly. Doesn't pay attention to the small things around you start. I'm not saying take notes on fucking everything, but just look around, you know, turn your head a couple of times. You know, you, you're taught as a, at a young age to look both ways and then look both ways. Yeah. Left, right, left, right. Yeah. You do it twice. Yeah. Start just taking, like start looking around you and I promise there'll be way more flow in your life and pay attention there's life going on outside your fucking skull like we've all got shit going on inside yep. our skull but man there's a hell of a lot more going on outside our skull episode 217 100%. i fucking love conversations like these people are gonna fucking like this huh 217 mm -hmm. we'll see you next time